You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Damon Martin, MMAfighting.com, and one of the biggest announcements over the past few days has been the return of former UFC women's bandwidth champion Misha Tate, and I am so happy to catch up with Misha today. Misha, thank you as always for taking the time. I know we've been doing these interviews for many years, uh, but man, I got to be honest, I'm super excited about this one because you're fighting again. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different pace than the last one, I think, but um, yeah, I'm so excited to be back. I mean, I I don't know if people can tell through my, I don't know, just my elation. Like, I'm just happy. I'm I'm in such a good place. And it's just different than it than it ever has been before in the sport. So I'm excited to see how that actually translates come July 17th. Absolutely. Give me an idea, because we talked after you retired. We talked after you joined one championship. You know, we talked after you became a mom. You know, you've been busy. You've had a lot of stuff going on in your life that had nothing to do with you actually stepping back in the cage. But when did you first start feeling that itch again? Like, when did you first start feeling like, hmm, maybe I, maybe I want to fight again? Like, when did that happen? To be honest, it was probably right after I had my son in in June. Um, I kind of was, I was kind of set back like everybody, you know, with the pandemic. Um, there was just so much going on that was kind of like it, it just made you reevaluate, right? What is important in life? Like family is very important, friends are important, a good support system is important, and time, time is valuable. And I just started to think about it. I was like, you know what? I feel like yeah, I want to do this again. I was watching, I had been watching fights for such a long time and I was, you know, I had my family. I knew that was a, like, he's the last baby I want. I don't want any more kids. And, uh, other than maybe adopting, but I don't want to birth any more children. <laughs> and, uh, I just knew then I was like, you know what? I'm 34. Uh, I feel really good. And I want to get back to that, that, that place of uh like the competitive nature you know it just really started to speak to me i was like i i really want to do this again i definitely don't feel like this sport has passed me by you know we look at look at a lot of the women who are at the top or still like a lot of the women who when you know when i was fighting um you know a lot of them i've already fought against but of course it's evolved over the four years but I think what's nice about the fact that I took that long break was um, I was really burnt out and I was just kind of in a dark place, to be honest. Um, The latter part of my career, finally, just a lot of the things in my personal life just really caught up to me. And I just, there's only so much somebody can take, you know? And so I just, uh, I needed to step away so that I could um, regroup, I guess. I I mean, 
don't get me wrong. When I retired, I, I really meant like that, that was it. But in hindsight, now that I'm back where I'm like, I want to be competitive again. Like I just see how important that was because I think I would have just continued to go on a losing streak. Had I pushed myself to come back, you know, I would have just like continued to not be there mentally, physically. And so now I'm in a place where everything is right in my life. Like probably for the first time in my life, things are all put together well. And I have a great support system. And um, I'm, I don't know. I feel like this is Misha 2.0. Yeah, absolutely. Can we go back? I mean, I remember, you know, I, I was at your fight with, with Raquel Pennington when that night happened. And I remember, you know, when you retired at the time, I was like, whoa, like did not see this coming. You know, you're still so young and obviously you'd accomplished a lot, but it was just like kind of a shocking moment. But you're very honest, you know, you, you about, you know, why you're walking away. And you mentioned, I think you said on the on the scrum you did last week, you know, you, you dealt with some depression. Can you kind of walk me through like that period of your life and then coming out on the other side of that? Because I think that's so important when we talk about mental health is like coming out on the other yes. side of something like that because you did you obviously did yes um i mean mental health it's it's no joke to to be in a place of of depression um depression is something that consume can consume every piece of you and sometimes you just feel like there's um uh, you know that there's no 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 way out of it but i mean i think it's it's important, or at least it was for me at that point to be brutally honest with myself um, and really address and take some time to soul search, you know, after that fight, um, you know, I went on a road trip. I just took time for myself uh, to answer questions. You know, why was I feeling that way? Where, where was my head? How could I make it better? Um, and that's really what I needed time to do. I needed time to self-reflect. I needed time to, regroup I needed time to um, make myself whole again and um, happy in life uh, and that was kind of a scary moment because I don't really know what else I was besides the fighter and that's also scary I see people hold on sometimes I think too long to their careers because it's all we know like it's all that's it like there's not there's not you know sometimes you feel like there's nothing else like who am I if I'm not Misha Tate the fighter well, I answered those questions, you know, I'm Misha Tate, the mother, I'm Misha Tate can be vice president of one championship. I'm Misha Tate, the commentator. I'm Misha Tate, uh, you know, interviewing people. I'm Misha Tate creating content on YouTube. I'm Misha Tate, whatever, you know, whatever I put my mind to. And I think that kind of helped me too, to realize like when I'm making this comeback, I'm not doing it because I have no other options. I'm not doing it because I'm hurting for money. As a matter of fact, I'm walking away from a six-figure job to fight. And I'm probably going to have to win three fights to make more than I would with my job at one championship. Win three fights. So, um, again, this is not uh, – it's never been about that. It's never been about money for, for me. That, that, that's not the number one motivating factor. Of course, I'd be lying if I said, yeah, money's not, it's not great. Like, nobody doesn't like money, of course. Like, that cer certainly sweetens the pot. And I have a family now, too. So, of course, you know, I want to I provide for my family and I want to, you know, do all the great things. But those are not my driving factors. You know, my driving factors is, again, boiling this down to basics when I started doing this. This was not the cool thing to do. This was not women's MMA was not cool. It was very frowned upon. We made little to no money, pennies on the dollar, fighting for breadcrumbs. But when you love something, you know, there's 
you can't put a price on that. And that's where I'm at. You know, I know that time is of the essence and I feel like now is the right time for me to come back and show what I'm really capable of. I feel like there was so much I left on the table when I walked away, so much I left on the table, but I needed to do that. I needed to answer those questions and get out of that um, awful headspace that I was in. And um, I think I've done that. That's, that's why I'm here and I'm ready to make that comeback and I'm ready to make a second surge at my career. Absolutely. And obviously you're still very young. I mean, I, I looked cause I, I kind of forgot. I was like, man, it just, it doesn't seem real that it's been you know, over four years since you fought. Like that just seems so weird to me, but you're only 34. I mean, you're still very much in the prime of your athletic career, but obviously every fighter fights for different reasons. And, and again, some people just fight for money and that's great. Other people only want to become champion. That's great. But obviously those reasons change over time because I remember talking to you when Dana first said we're going to bring in Ronda and I remember you were the first call I made and I remember you saying I don't know what that means for me like there's no guarantee we're going to go to the UFC like we were all still kind of in the dark because women's MMA had been so you know kind of you know kind of you know they just didn't show the interest that I had and now you know years later like your reasons for fighting change uh, obviously you want to be a champion again but it sounds like you found a different kind of motivation I think that's kind of inspiring yeah, well, of course, we have all these people. I'm not the same person I was when I started fighting at 19 years old. I'm not the same person I was when I won my strike force or my UFC title or when I fought Ronda or when I fought Amanda. I mean, we're constantly evolving every day. And so, I mean, I have many more motivations now. But, you know, I think bringing it back to, like, uh, again, the, the core of my being is that I truly – love competition and I'm truly a competitor at the end of the day. It's who I am. I, you know, when you say fight or flight, my instinct is always fight. And that's just part of me. And it, and that will never not be part of me, but at least now I don't feel the pressure like, Oh, I have to do this. I don't know anything else. What happens when I don't, you know, have this script. There's none of that. I've already answered all those questions. I get to go into this second part of my career with a clear mind, a clear conscience, and just knowing, like, I'm just doing this because I, because I genuinely love to do it. And for me, that is such a relief. Like, I just enjoy my time. It's not I have to. It's I get to. I get to go to the gym and train twice a day, every day. I get to compete. I get to do all these amazing things. And I am blessed beyond belief. So I'm so grateful and I, I have an evolved mindset when it comes to everything um, you know with my career with my family with all, you know all my aspirations I'm just in a different place and it feels really good yeah absolutely before I get to the UFC let me ask you I know that you know this part of this ended up being you had to give a, a 30 day notice to, to leave one championship officially and I, I know we all saw the message I posted on Twitter the message that Chachri you know released about you going and he was so positive and supportive and uh, was that was that a tough part of this you know giving that part up because I know how much you did enjoy working with them and, and kind of become a part of that company uh, in an executive role which is again a different role for you was it was it tough to give that up i mean yeah it was a little bit because um okay let me let me rephrase tough to give it up no because i know it's the right decision but like part of me felt kind of like you know i feel like 
a little bad because I because a one championship was so good to me, like and they're continuing to support me 110 percent, which is just truly amazing. It's not very often that you find a friend in the in the business world that's so successful, but that ha- shares the the understanding and the passion for the sport. And I think Chatri is a very special individual, and so I really appreciate his support. Um, and of course, you know, I didn't know if I would be able to kind of continue to do both, you know, work with one in the UFC, but, you know, as things kind of continue to unfold, my, my number one goal was to compete again. And I need to do that for myself. And so the decision was already made. I already knew that if I had to quit with one championship in order to fight for the UFC, that was the decision that needed to be done regardless of, you know, anything else. So, I guess the decision was already made and it wasn't so difficult, but you know, the process of course, calling Chachri and being like, Hey, you know, I think you know, this is what I want to do. And he's just been amazing, you know, amazing. So I'm grateful for that. And, and um, so I am still with them for like a little less than a month now. And yeah, they do have some great events coming up too. I'm sure you've been following Damon. They have some pretty spectacular things coming up for one on TNT. It's the first time like one championship will be aired on a prime, you know, at a prime time, you know, on a network here in the U.S. that's, yeah, catered to our timing as opposed to, you know, 4 a.m. for us on the Pacific, Pacific, you know, West Coast or whatever. Um, so it's, it's going to be it's going to be exciting events for them. And I'm excited to finish out this month. And then, you know, it's going to be July 17th before you know it. Absolutely. Now, I know you're coming back. You know, there's a competitive drive in you that's, that's you know, driving you to come back. But I also know that competitive drive isn't what you're here for. You're also here to become a champion again. And I know that's been a big goal of you coming back is to become champion again. So kind of give me your lay of the land when you look at the Bantamweight division. Amanda Nunes, obviously somebody you face, is still on top as champion. Kudos to her. She's been amazing. Uh, it's weird. A lot of the same people are still around. I mean, obviously Holly Holm is still around. I know Jermaine Durandami is there. Uh, obviously, you're going to be fighting Marion Renault, but there's a lot of familiar faces still around. A couple of new people, Aspen Lad's a new one, you know, things like that. Obviously, Juliana Pena, someone you're very familiar with. So, kind of give me your lay of the land when you look at, like, the landscape of your comeback and, like, what you see. I, obviously, I'm not looking past Marion Renault in any way, shape, or form, but, like, obviously, I know, I'm sure you've looked ahead at, like, the stepping stones you have to go through to get back to Amanda. Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I don't know exactly what that pass looks like. The only thing that I know is that it starts July 17th against Marion Renault. Um, you know, but, but if you're talking about just sitting back and what I've noticed over the past four years that's changed is, uh, you know, that there's a bit of a, a bit of a lull in the division just because Amanda has been such a dominant champion. You know, these all the women in the division have been putting in a lot of work and they've been doing their part and they've been doing great, but you know, this is not a women's MMA problem. This is any time there's a really dominant champion who clears out most all of the contenders, you know, it, people start to question, you know, oh, well, what can we do? You know, what, who next? You know, well, obvious answer is Juliana Pena. I think she needs to be next. And I think she has a great stylistic challenge for Amanda. But, you know, the, the division has continued to evolve. And um, I'm excited to get back in there and just mix it up with these these ladies you know i i think a lot of people are concerned you know oh has the sport passed me by but you know when you still see at the top of the sport like you said you know shahali's at the top jermaine is i think number one ranked um you know juliana she's probably gonna be fighting for the contender next you know her and i grew up side by side with each other um i mean again like these women are most of them are mature 
you know, they've been doing this for a long time because it is a sport where you combine athletic ability and, and, uh, strategy you know it's a very strategic game so longer you do it you know it's just the i would say the women's 135 pound division is a pretty mature division the the women that are the same that came alongside me are still at the top for the most part so i think uh yeah i just gotta get gotta work really hard i gotta start with mary renault who look she is um you know people are looking at her record and say oh she lost her last four you know i do not look at it that way not one iota of me looks at it and is like, oh, she lost. No, those last four losses were very close. And she has on the verge of being a contender a number of times. She hurt Sarah McMahon with her right hand and then submitted her with the with triangle choke. You know, she's got a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, you know, she can spoil your night in a heartbeat. She hits, She's good at everything. She hits hard. She can wrestle. And she's got a really solid ground game. And I think pressure's on because, you know, people are going to expect, um, I think, you know, people are going to expect, like, if I want to have a future and, and you know, back up every the talk and my dreams of wanting to become a champion again, obviously, I have to beat Marion Renault. But this is her retirement fight. And I think when you have a retirement fight, you have nothing left to save for. You, this is it. She's going to put every thing she has into this fight she wants to go out on a win she wants to go out on a bang uh you know and i think i've just gotta be very mindful of that and so i'm i'm taking her very very seriously i'm i'm not you know i'm not taking her lightly whatsoever because i know she can spoil a night she can ruin your night really fast yeah absolutely I won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, she wants to. She wants to retire, saying I retired with a win off Misha Tate. So you got to take that seriously. Of course. Oh yeah. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. Now so. before before I let you go, I got to ask this question because uh, you know, again, listen, we can't we can't ignore the obvious, which is you know the the getting to the title and and I imagine the the rematch with Amanda. Now I know Juliana is someone you've been very close with for a lot of years uh and i'm sure you know you're going to be quietly kind of rooting for her you know if she gets that title fight but is there any part of you that feels like it would be the storybook ending so to speak to come back earn your way to a title shot and rematch amanda like am i crazy thinking that would probably mean more right oh i mean that's 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 what i i want for myself but you know what i think it's cross that bridge when we get there i want I genuinely want Juliana to get this fight and I want her to win and I will be nothing but happy for her. if She's able to do that. Um, there's no part of me that wishes her not to do it so I can have this fairy tale story book ending, you know, what will be, will be. And, um, you know, there's no matter of me. It doesn't matter. You know, like I will get there eventually um, to the championship, you know, and I, I, I think that if Juliana wins, right, they're probably going to do an immediate rematch, uh, which is great. You know, she, she um, has a great style. I think, again, I can't say that enough. Uh, I think it's those corn fed folk up in Washington state, you know, we just got some, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of tough about us, you know, so I'm excited for her and I want her to do it, but you know, if she doesn't do it, I believe I will. And uh, it's a tall order. Look, I, I know I'm not under, a lot of people think, oh, you know, she's delusional. She's this. I know, I know. I know you guys all think I'm crazy, but everybody thought I was crazy before, you know, and I was the underdog going in against uh, against Holly. And look, I mean, you got to dream big. Like if you don't dream big, then I think you're cheating yourself. So, um, you know, people thought Francis was probably crazy too. The like, first time you got 
defeated by Stipe and, you know, he, he figured it out and he's a better, you know, better version of himself. And if there's anybody I'd like to model myself after, it would be that man, you know, just kind of that storyline of the evolution and, and figuring it out. So again, I can't get ahead of myself, but I do have long-term goals. My long-term goals to be a world champion again. And, uh, you know, short-term goal, don't underestimate Marion Renault. She's tough as shit, and <laughs> she's going to, you know, I know she's going to bring it July 17th. Yeah, I know you're excited. I was texting with Eric Nixick from uh, from Extreme Couture earlier today. I, was, I said I was interviewing you, and I was like, I was like, you, you work with me. She's like, yeah, we work together a little bit. But he's like, man, her energy. She's back in the gym. We're all so excited for her. Uh, and I was like, I can tell in his in his message and in your voice, you are so ready uh, to come back. And I got to be honest with you, Misha, the sport is a better place with you in it in whatever role you're around in. Um, last thing, and I know, listen, this is a tough question because you're focused on fighting right now. Now that you're back in the UFC. What are we thinking? Like fighter commentator, maybe doing a little Paul Felder, Dominic Cruz. Can we see you behind the, can we see you in the booth now? Oh, I'd love to. I think the more that, that you watch this sport and dissect it and study it, there's so much to be learned from just sitting and being an observer, which is, you know, I I've been training, don't get me wrong, but I've also been observing the sport in a way that I never did when I was an active athlete, it was, it was just different, right? I have a more mature mindset and I would love to um, be a part of that team and, and broadcast or whatever, you know, position that the UFC might deem that, that I, that I would do a good job sitting at the desk. uh, That would be great. I would love to do that. Yeah. I think you calling uh, Pena versus Nunes, I think that'd be a great introduction. What do you think? Am I putting you on the, I think that I'm, 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 I'm scouting your job report here for you, Misha is what I'm doing. I'm trying to like, set it, it up. I love it. Let's put it, <laughs> let's put it out into the universe and, and uh, let it, let it come full circle. Cause I think that would be a great, uh, that'd be an honor. It'd be a great opportunity. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be very excited and nervous for that fight. So it might come across that way. You'll definitely probably hear, but uh, yes. I, I like your energy. I like where your head is at, Damon. I, I, I like appreciate it. that. I like it. Well, uh, Misha, as I said, I, I do sincerely mean this. The sport is a better place with you around. I'm glad you're back. I cannot wait to see you back in action. Uh, obviously, good training, uh, safe training. And July 7th, you said it, it's, it, it's going to be here before we know it. It's going to be crazy because it's going to be here before we know it. So uh, thank you, as always, for the time. I'm glad you're back. And thank you for taking the time to do this. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime, Damon. Take care. All right. Talk to you soon. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.